Hey, this is In My Humble Opinion with Chaz Douglas, and I got a a special guest on today. Um, before I enter, before I had this person come on, I just want to say that one thing that I have a lot of respect for is one, her name is Lindsay Evans. One thing I got a lot of respect for Lindsay is like how faithful you are. Uh, we, you know, we're in, uh, you know, members of CTAB and, and we're in the trans, the transition ministry which is like the young adult ministry, millennial ministry at the SC tab. And I just really respect how, how faithful you are and how, um, you know, like you're a genuine person, really transparent and authentic. And anytime someone, you know, says something that, you know, like you always praying with people and you're, you know, just a really caring person. So I just want to say I really respect that. And I'm glad that you're on because, you know, that's something that someone that I would like on the show to be able to, you know, have a conversation and to, you know, have a, a good dialogue with. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. Thank you, Chaz. I appreciate those kind words. I was not expecting but thank you so much yeah Um, no that's why i wanted you on here because you i mean you are that you know and i said that like we need people it's good to have people in uh in our in that you know community as far as with the millennials or with transition that it there will be a listening ear you know when any anybody said you know i i see you after the service when if somebody is you know, may, maybe had a prayer request or something like that. And I see you praying with them or talking with them. And I think that that's, that's awesome. Well, you know what? One thing that I always aspire to be for people is the person that I needed, that I once needed, or the person that I would seek out. And so correct me if I'm wrong, but the word says that you should treat people the way you want to be treated. Do unto others as you will want done unto yourself. Yep. And I can remember, you know, I'm, I've been saved for um, a little over a year now. I've always known God, but I was not always living for God. And so it's been about a year now that I have been fully um, dedicated to my walk with Christ. Um, but before I came to Christ, you know, I didn't really have too many examples of what a Christian woman looked like. You know, it was always just something, you know, everybody you see on the Internet, you see you see the ladies who are always going to church, who in their church dresses, just mm-hmm. just so godly, so righteous. Uh, I would even call it self-righteous to an extent. You know, and it, it kind of gave you a sense, OK, I don't belong there because I don't fit into that mold. And so it, it kind of kept you from, you know, seeking out others, you know, really, really seeking to talk to people to help encourage you in your faith walk or encourage you to walk another way because you always feel condemned. Oh. And so I don't want people to feel condemned at all. And so. I like to be the person, basically the person that I would have wanted me to be if I was in their shoes, you know, to feel like you have somebody because I spent a lot of time in my life feeling like I had no one, feeling like I didn't have anyone to talk to. I spent a lot of time by myself, you know, I dealt with a lot of rejection Mm -hmm. in my life. And so 
it affected me. And so I just know that I never wanted to, I never want anybody to feel how I once felt. You know, I never wanted people to feel rejected, especially at this stage in our lives. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's hard being in our age range, you know, from what, 18, even up to up to 40, even up mm-hmm. to 50, you know, people don't have it together in their lives, you know, but I never want people to feel like they have to be perfect or they have to fit a mold in order to come to Christ because God doesn't call to qualify. He qualifies to call. And even Jesus said in his word that he didn't come for the righteous. He came for the sinners, mm-hmm. the sick. The healthy don't need a doctor. The sick do. Yeah. And so a lot of us who have who were sick once before, though, you know, we weren't finding the healing that we needed because we didn't have that that true image of Christ that we can go to. And that's actually one thing that I really, really love about CTAB Church. And it really brought that side out of me is CTAB is really very welcoming. Yeah. You know, the transitions yeah, yeah. ministry, we're very transparent. So it inspired me to open up more because I thought everyone else around me was opening up. So mm-hmm. it made me feel comfortable. So it, it encouraged me to continue in that that way. And, you know, I just find that it's healing yeah. for people. Let me let me say this, because and the, the last time I told this person, I, I don't want you to be offended because the last person took it the wrong way. When you said that, I I didn't know you only had been like a believer or been, you know, in, you know, for a year, I thought you would have, you seem the way you carry yourself, you seem like you would, you grew up in the church or you had a relationship with God for a long time. So here's the thing. I always have, known God, you know what, I will say this, it's only by God's grace (laughs) that I don't look like what I've been through. And I know Mm -hmm. that sounds cliche, but it's perfect right here. Yeah, It's only God's grace that I don't look like what I've been through. I don't look like what I've done. It's, it's, it's only by his grace. And I hear, I hear his word. We are saved by grace through faith in Christ Jesus. And that's really, that's really the best way that I can answer you. But. That's that's, that's awesome. (laughs) Let me ask you this, because you said, Mm -hmm. you said something about some, you know, you, you didn't want, you know, a lot of, a lot of self-righteous or women or, you know, just people that grew, that are in the church may look down or may, make a person feel a certain way that is growing and is not there, you know, not, you know, maybe not where they want, where they are, they are at. Mm-hmm. Like what, what examples that you have? I mean, not examples as far as like, have you seen or heard someone say, uh, you know, to a girl or to a young man or young woman that is, you know, they trying to come to church, but you know, they still, they still got a little world in them and then they got shut down by somebody in the church. Have you experienced that or have, do you know someone that, you know, you have example with of that? 
I probably can't give you examples because my memory just will not serve me that well. Okay. But to answer your question, yes, yes, and yes. I've okay. experienced it and I've seen it happen. And I've also talked to people who it has happened to before. Yeah. I mean, honestly, if you really want to see it happen, you can pull up any social media site. Mm-hmm. You can go scroll through comments you see nothing but judgmental people mm-hmm. and i know that there's a such thing as righteous judgment and when we do see sin we do have an obligation to point it out but there's a way that you mm-hmm. correct people you correct with love the word actually says that that yeah. we have to correct our brethren with love we're not supposed to shun each other we don't condemn each other because not even god condemns god judges righteously mm-hmm. he convicts but his but his grace and his faithfulness and his love that justness that is within him he gives us a chance to make it right mm-hmm. now you're right and he, I, I, he makes yeah. it right for us but as image bearers that's what we've been talking about in transitions is we're supposed to be image bearers of god but we're still flesh mm-hmm So the image that, you know, someone on the outside looking in sees a lot of times is that fleshly image bearer who, you know, is is condemning in judgment, looking down. You know, we're supposed to love one another unconditionally, just the way that God loves us unconditionally. But how often do you really see that? Or even if people if people say that they love someone unconditionally. How often do you see people actually walking that out? No, that's good. How would you say, like, because I know you're doing it, you're doing it as far as, like, being that person that you would want someone to be to you. How would, give me an example, like, let me, let me, let's say you got a young, you know, because, like, we're, we're in our 30s, but we also have, like, individuals in transitions that are in their early 20s like they like 20 years old you know and they and then they i mean and they really good people how would you correct like let's say you heard somebody cussing or something or or doing something that you felt like was like okay they i need to correct them how would you go about correcting them compared to how some of the season you know, churchgoers condemn them. How would you correct somebody that's doing something that they, you probably need to correct? Well, first and foremost, the very first thing that you have to do is have grace before you even go, uh, you know, into a situation immediately. Like, okay, how do I correct them? It's like, okay, let me have grace for them because I want was in their place and by God's grace, by the most powerful grace in this world, I'm not who I was before, but God was patient with me. And so number one, we have to be patient with people. I believe it's Colossians three that says that we are to bear with one another. Okay. Forgive one another. Because where sin abounds, grace abounds. 
So we don't always go into, you know, a situation where we see people, you know, who may who may be a little out of order. Mm-hmm. Our first instinct is not to just say, hey, you know, you shouldn't be talking like that. Yeah. No, you're right. But yeah. also you be the example. Mm-hmm. Because eventually if someone is I, I, I talk to people all the time who in conversation, they may curse at me. Well, mm-hmm. not at me, but just they like just in conversation. Words, yeah. But then they notice you, you don't never, you don't never curse at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't never curse, and then eventually they start falling in line, and they start being conscious of what they do, mm-hmm. like taking their thoughts captive. Like mm-hmm. they may utter a curse word and then say, "Oh, my bad, my my bad, my bad. I didn't mean to say that like that." Yeah. And it's like you good, you good. But people learn to respect you by mm-hmm. the example that you model to them. Yeah, that's good. So I'm gonna transition to this one. Yeah, that's funny transition. But um, I know <laughs> we were like last this time last year. We I know we we were in the uh, singles small group. I forgot what it was, I forgot what the it was like singles saved and something. And mm-hmm. so like, have you? Have you um seen any of these lists that you know the men and women coming out with, like the list it, of like? Cause there's been a lot of them, like the list of like uh, places men shouldn't take them uh, women on the first date. Yes, I've seen glimpses of that stuff, and listen, I'm not even really on social media like that. Okay. I, I only have my Facebook page and I may spend like a total of three hours on Facebook per week. (laughs) Yeah. And that's not, that's not a bad thing. That's not a bad thing. I have seen it. And honestly, it's, it's nonsense. You think? Because all of it is really rooted in elitism. And then when you think about it, it's condemnation too. Okay, explain. Because the thing is, everybody is going to love who they're going to love. But I think people's, how can I say this? Their expectations and the things that they are looking for are completely off base. And I feel like, and I feel like lists like that are the reason why there's so many people who are work, walking around here hurt, mm. walking around here with chips on their shoulders, walking around here having, you know, angst against certain people because they're like, oh, I'll never be good enough for you. That's, that's, I, that's because yeah. you're focusing on the wrong person. That, that, you're that looking makes sense. Yeah. for love in all the wrong places. Love is not found in how some and and where somebody takes you on the first date. Mm-hmm. Actually, a lot of times when you let something superficial like the cost of the restaurant that you take me to, the kind of car you pick me up in, it makes you it makes you lose sight of the things that matter the most, and mm-hmm. that's where you're missing those red flags. So let me ask because you, you're looking at the wrong thing. And 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 I respect and I respect that. I respect you. I'm curious to know you being because you can you can you um tell the listeners like what's your position because you're a professional and then you you know like like mm-hmm. we say you're you're in your in your thirties 
what's your profession? Because I'm going somewhere with this. What's your profession? And I don't know if you feel comfortable saying your age, but can you share that? Just because I'm I'm going somewhere with. I'm all, I gotta follow mm-hmm. up. So I am a registered nurse by profession. My job title is a hospice clinical liaison. Um, and I'm 35 years old and I'm very proud of being 35. Yeah, no. Yeah. So (laughs) this is the reason why I'm, I'm asking that is because as a professional woman is 35. Are you fine with like, if I if I say, hey, Lindsay, I want to take you out somewhere, do you, would you say, would, would that be a turnoff if I say we're going to go to Applebee's or we're going to like because some of the some of the list was like the Cheesecake Factory, IHOP, Denny's, you know, uh, I see Wingstop, the gym, church, Starbucks, coffee, days, ice cream. Like, would you be like if somebody was asking you out on a date? Where would you want to go? Like, would that be, or would would it be a, a, would any place be like, you know what? I don't think that I would want to go out there on my first date. So to be totally honest with you, I would say I don't like Applebee's. What? what <laughs> so but and you know what? If you the, whatever, if you don't, reason, it, I would say don't take me to Applebee's. Yeah, and but that's fine. Be, but to be completely honest, I would not want to go on a first date to a restaurant. That, I've I've heard of, I've heard someone say that. Where would you want to go? And I would because the thing is, I've done that before. You okay. know, I've <laughs> That's been that on person a date <laughs> to to restaurants. I've been to expensive restaurants before. I those are not things that would impress me you know what would really impress me is being able to see a side of someone that I have never seen before I would love when an ideal first date for me would be to take me somewhere where I can see you in your element where so where would that be it that's what like that's I've had I've had a first date at a Dave and Buster's before okay and, and that I was cool. I mean, and so I, yeah, and that's that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't like whatever someone's because I don't, I I don't feel like a person. If you said no, I don't want to go here. I I wouldn't, I wouldn't have no issue with. I feel like it's one of those things where, like you said, if if you don't like a place, then you just don't like a place. Mm-hmm. But if it's like. I don't want to go there because I want something more expensive. Then that's where it becomes like, okay, what is your, you know, what are your intentions? What is like, what is, you know, where is your heart at? I like, I think that's cool. You want to go to Dave and Buster's? That's fine. I just was saying that that's, that's where I want to go. Yeah. Yeah. But but I'm saying you, that was a place that you've gone before. And I think that that's Mm -hmm. okay. I just, it just kind of it because I say this like this was was like last year or something. I think it depends. It it all depends. You know, like I don't me being thirty six. I'm not gonna take nobody to you know fast food or anything. Like I wouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. I would similar to you. Like I would want to ask where the date where would they would like to go because sometimes you might 
want to go to expense, you know, go to a nice restaurant and then they don't want to, you know, they might want to do something like you, you know, like something totally different. Um, I remember I met this girl on, on this app and I wasn't going to take her to like a expense, but she wanted to go, but it's like, I FaceTimed you one time. We did a few texts. I'm not going to take you somewhere where I'm going to pay a lot of money because I don't really know you like that. Mm-hmm. Now, if it's, you know, and then, and then we went to someplace in Greek town and I'm glad I didn't, we didn't go anywhere expensive because that was the only time I didn't really have a good time. And that was the only time I was, we went out. So I'm fine. I don't, I don't, th- I think it's different levels. Like if I don't really know you like that compared to you kind of know a person, I wouldn't mind spending money if I know, you know, investing in that. If I know like, Hey, you know what? I know I'm going to have a good time with this person. But I like what you said. Like that was that was I mean, being you want to do something different, whether it's a restaurant exactly. or not. What what about exactly. what about church? Because church is on there too. Would you is would church not be a, a good first date for you? Or like, hey, you hey, if you say, Hey, I want you to come to my church, or would that not be considered a date? I don't think I would consider that a date, but I would never, you know, react negatively to somebody inviting me to church because that's also an act of discipleship. Yeah. yeah. And so it could be something more powerful in that invitation to church. Mm -hmm. Now, if at this point somebody was to try to invite me to their church, I might say no because (laughs) I'm going to go to my church. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I get it. Yeah. You want them to come to see town. I want to go to my church, but I was not on this walk that I'm on right now with the Lord. If somebody was to invite me to church, that would probably really do something for my spirit. Say that again. Probably it would it would really do something for my spirit. Okay. If if I wasn't where I am in my relationship and my walk with Christ and I was to be invited to church, like I would, that would actually really impress me. Okay. Because I'm like, and you want to take me to church? Okay. But not even just about the whole, the whole aspect of, oh, you want to take me to church. You want to, you want to show me to, you know, your people because you, you take somebody to church with you, you know, your church members, they gonna see you. They gonna yeah, be like, "Oh, yeah, yeah. What, what, that's big." What's that? Yeah. What's that? Yeah. But importantly, it will show me where you are in your mind and in your heart. Like, mm-hmm. okay, you have a relationship with the Lord, and not only that, but you care enough about my soul. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to love somebody to care about their soul. As believers, we're supposed to care about the souls of every single person on this earth. Our goal is to go out and to disciple as many people as we can. But a lot of people don't, you know, don't walk it like that. And yeah. I, under- I understand that because I even struggle a little bit with, you know, just, just you know, reaching out that olive branch to people. You know, we talked about this while yeah, we were in yeah. transition mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago, but, you know, I kind of struggle with kind of approaching people, you know, because I've dealt with some of the things that I dealt with. But for somebody to, you know, to that I'm that I'm talking to to invite me to church, it's like, okay, 
I like I like I like where that's heading a little bit. Yeah. Because you worship and you want to inspire my worship. Yeah. You want to encourage me to, you know, to walk with God. Like, you know, that that means something to me. Yeah. But I would not consider that a first date. Now, if we were to, you know, do something after, like, you know, okay, we're gonna spend we're gonna spend the whole day together. Mm-hmm. That's that's special to me because we can go to church together and then go our separate ways once you know once the doors to the sanctuary are back open and we back out okay what you gonna do for the rest of the day all right but okay you know how was church how did you like it okay well let's do something else you know let's spend not even say let's spend the day together but just things just naturally progress to where you look up and hours and hours have gone by and you just been with that person all day. Mm-hmm. That right there shows me, okay, you like my company too. Yeah. And then it's like, you know, you, you show, you're showing a little bit of dedication, a little bit of interest and a little bit of persistence, which is something mm-hmm. I think is lacking in a lot of, you know, dating pursuits these days and which I I feel is the reason why a lot of things tend to not progress because there's no there's no consistency mm-hmm. there's no okay I'm really really interested you know and some and sometimes you just don't like a person yeah. you know it, it's just not yeah, clicking like yeah, that and not. that's fine mm-hmm. but what I have a problem with are those people who that inconsistency where you know okay we we go on a date we had a good time then i may not hear from you for you know some days maybe a week go by and then you here you come oh hey how you been doing <laughs> yeah. oh okay yeah what what what's up with you i ain't heard from you in a long time mm-hmm. and then it's like okay so let's link up let's do something Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, let, let me hit you up a little later. And then it's it's just always that what, what you want to do, but never following through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that's what a lot of women have a problem with is, is that, that lack of consistency. And so when you show on consistency, that's going to work wonders. That's good. But that's a good, that's good. That's good information for, for men to be, mm-hmm. to be consistent. Let me, I got mm-hmm. a story. I, but I'm, I'm gonna say the story after I ask this question. What and and me and Drew kind of talked about this a little bit because we were talking about like dating someone at the church. What's your position on that? Um, I, I'm not against it. Okay, I'm not against you know dating somebody at the church. Honestly, if if they're really, you know, a person, a woman, a man or of God that they portray themselves to be, I think it could be beautiful, you know. Um, and if the stars, not the stars, line, cause I don't believe in stars, I believe in the Lord. Yeah. But if it's in God's will for it to work out and, you know, you're, you guys are equally yoked, you know, similar interests, you know, just same perspective want the same things and if the attraction is there then why not see where it goes yeah the reason why i i said i asked that and i and me you know i me and drew talked about it and i'm gonna have drew on here too he's gonna be good on here um is because i remember (laughs) 
it's not funny. It's not funny. I don't know. I remember I we we weren't dating like official, but we were. You know, we would go on dates or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. and so she was on the praise team, and mm-hmm. she did not there anymore. She don't go there anymore. But I remember mm-hmm. like like we ended up not talking anymore, and I remember how when she would be on the praise team, I'm I'm because of I was being emotional. It being like, man, I didn't like how it ended or how it worked out. I'm upset during worship. So I really had to pray. Like, I had to really pray, like, Lord, like, help me because I should not be upset and I'm supposed to be worshiping. Like, that was, that's what kind of made me think, like, I don't know if I want to date somebody at the church because if I see them, I may, like, I might have this this feeling that I'm not supposed to have at church. Mm-hmm. So that was why, I mean, not saying that everybody, you know, you know, uh, active like that where you assume and you be, you had those emotions, but that's, that was one thing that, that made me think like, Oh, mm, I don't know about that. Um, well, I, I think that's a, that's a valid, you know, perspective, but, I think it also, how can I say this? Be real. Yeah, just, yeah. There's some responsibility in there, number one, to truly assess a situation. I think a lot of times people move too fast before they really get to know somebody Mm -hmm. and figure, you know, if this could really work out. And that's not to say that, that that you can be a match made in heaven with somebody and it still just not work out. Because who's for you is for you and who's not is who's not. But it also requires a certain level of maturity too. Yeah, that, um, I think, yeah that's good. You know, a certain level of maturity and like you did, leaning on the Lord. Pray about it and continue to pray because eventually you'll find your healing but you also, you know, just have to basically take your thoughts captive. And I know it sounds easier said said than done, but the truth is that's what we have to do. It's like, okay, you know what? I'm not gonna let you stop my worship. Even if you even if it means that you have to like act like that person don't exist even if they standing right in front of you. Mm-hmm. But also just be willing to accept that things don't always work out. Yeah. And just be like, okay, I did the best I could. What do you What do you feel like if if a a guy that you dated or you know who you know your experience? What do you feel like you did well in your relationships? Oh, that's a good question. Um. That's a good question. <laughs> what do I feel like I did well in my relationships? I mean, I tried my best at the time to bring the person that I thought I should be into the relationship. Um, but that's that's like a that's like double sided because when you're trying your best to be what you you know what you think you should be, 
Number one, you're selling yourself short because at the same time, like a lot of times when we're trying our best to do to be the person that we feel like we should be, it's oftentimes because we feel like we're not meeting a certain need or a certain a certain level of things that a person needs. And so it causes us to continually, continually step outside of ourselves to the point that we do ourselves a disservice. But on the other end, it's a good thing because it, it, it shows your dedication, mm-hmm. but I can't say that I've always been, been perfect in relationships. I haven't been We're in not saying you perfect, but, out yeah, of, but I what are, what, what do you feel like were some qualities or some things that you feel like, okay, I brought, I did that in this relationship. I'm going to continue that in the next relationship that I'm in. Because we, um, everybody, I mean, we all, you know, mess up in a relationship. I just want to know what you feel like you did well in. I can say in my, my devotion to the person at the time, you know, honestly, Chad, though, I don't know if I have an answer for that because okay. at this point I have not been in a successful relationship. Okay. Um, that that's funny. To, I would, that's not I funny. I would say, I would say, I know the person that that I want to be for my next relationship. Yeah, what's that? Which is, you know, someone devoted, someone understanding, loving, um, someone that's considerate, but also respectful I, I i honestly i really don't have it i really don't have a good answer for that without it coming off generic mm-hmm. no I, because, think, I think you answered that really well though because i can just be honest like my last relationship i'm a hundred percent sure i broke his heart because i just broke up with him oh and it was just a break it was. And it wasn't no reason. I mean, I had a reason, but it doesn't mean that it was necessarily a good reason. The thing is, probably should have never been in a relationship in the first place. Mm-hmm. And I started to recognize, like, okay, I don't think I want to be in this relationship. And I'm not the type of person that's going to allow myself to suffer. And not only that, I don't want to make the other person suffer either. You know, did they, did they want to, Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Did they want to be, do you think they wanted to stay in it? And it was just, Oh, okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. But it, do you, you feel like it wasn't good for you though? I felt like it wasn't good for me. And with me feeling that way, I knew that it was ultimately going to negatively impact that person even more. if we continued to stay together, knowing good and well that I didn't want to be with him because of how it would have caused me to treat him. And so I would have rather, I would have rather broken his heart in the, you know, while it was still before it got too deep, Mm -hmm. I would have rather broken his heart early on than to just let it 
continue. That makes sense. And then eventually, I would have hurt his feelings even worse. Yeah, I think that I I think that's kind of noble though, don't you think? Like instead of staying in something and then you gonna treat them bad, you just you just break up with them. But I yeah, but, but I think I mean, do you? Do you feel like you could have did it, handled it differently? Is that why you kind of feel like, you know, like. It's not that I feel like I could have handled it differently because I feel like I handled it the way that it should have been handled. What it boils down to is I had no business getting in the relationship. Yeah, I've been there. Yeah, I get it. (laughs) I get it. Yeah. We should have never gotten together. And. I actually, you know what? Breaking his heart actually broke my heart. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I get like, it. I struggled, I struggled with that for a couple of weeks because I just struggled under the weight of knowing that I had hurt his feelings. But I eventually got peace mm-hmm. because I'm like, okay, he's gonna, he's gonna get over me. You know, he may, he may put my picture up on the wall and throw darts at it. <laughs> You know, for uh, you know, for the next six months, but he but he'll be able to move on. Mm. Were y'all? You know, was it long? Was it a long? Were y'all a long relationship? No, it was like two months. Like okay. I, 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 I really, I really didn't waste no time. That's good. It. I'm like, that's good. I'm like, okay, yeah, no. So and like, go ahead. So why would you? Why do you feel like y'all shouldn't have been together? Was it unequally yoked, or was it because exactly? Oh, okay, exactly. And I, you know, I won't won't go into specifics. Yeah, I'm not going to ask you that. Know, yeah, but, let, you know. But unequally yoked. So that goes into okay. You you say your relationships have been unsuccessful which i think a lot of us have unsuccessful relationships that's why we're still single what did you what did you learn from it like what's some what are some lessons that you say okay i learned from this and then i'm on i'll bring that into the relationship that i whatever the next relationship i'm in so one thing i've learned is that while it's okay to be understanding and to compromise on something. You don't have to strive with a person trying to build them into who you want them to be. That's good. That's good. And a lot of, well, I won't say a lot of my relationships, but in quite a few of my relationships, I have, the person because of their potential or I you know try to encourage them into being you know more than what they were or not necessarily more than what they were but into you know just just wanting more for themselves mm-hmm. and it left me a lot of times with the short end of the stick um expecting something out of someone that that was never in within their abilities to do or their abilities to be or it's just not the person that they are Mm -hmm. you know but you cleave on to you know 
the oh but but he's this and he's that and he's this and he's that but this big part over here that you need satisfied does not be that need is not being met and so you're you're left with the short end of the stick because you you like okay I'm just going to take this and, you know, don't worry about that part because all of this is lining up, but this big part of me is not lining up. Mm -hmm. And so, so what I have learned is while I, I, it doesn't make me intolerant or anything, but it makes me look differently at what I'm looking for when I meet someone. Mm. That's good. That's good. You Um, know, I want to. I, I remember um, Tatiana Ali was on the Breakfast Club, and I think Charlemagne asked her about, you know, like struggling. You know, would you date a struggling actor or something like that? And she was like, you know, at this age, you know, when is potential not potential? You know, when is it? When is mm-hmm. a person past potential? And it's like, okay, you should be there already. And I thought that was, yeah, I mean, similar to what you saying. It's like, okay, because I don't know if these guys are these has have these guys been older or they've been like around the same age. Should, should they have already been where you were trying to take? I mean, like where you were thinking that they would be at? Like how far? How long is potential blown? Like you, 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 I mean, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes it's not even it's not even just about money. No, no, it's not. It's just about mentality. Mm -hmm. And I dealt with a lot whose mentalities weren't in line with mine. Mm -hmm. But they had other things that I'm like, okay, but this is this and this is that. But then there was this other part that's like, okay, women, we are, I don't want to, I don't want to type past this and say we are emotional creatures because all humans are emotional creatures. The way we display our emotions may be differently, but we're all emotional mm-hmm. creatures. But women, we tend to be a lot more, let's, let me say, like introspective. We look at certain things matter to us that, that may seem to not matter to other people. Mm-hmm. I guess I can say it like this. We... The it's the little things that move a lot of us. Okay. And so I say that to say it's not necessarily what a person has, what a person can do for you. Sometimes it's not even just in the way they treat you, but it's in the way that you move my heart. Hmm. How do you feed my spirit, my mind? Do you make me feel comfortable? Not and not just comfortable in your presence, but comfortable to fully be who I am. That's good. Do I have to shut shut away any part of me to be to to make you comfortable? And that's a that's a two way street. Mm-hmm. And that's something else that I look for in a person that I was I would find potential in dating. How free can you be in my presence? That's that's interesting because I was just I was just scrolling on Facebook and it was this guy that, you know, they had this reel, and this guy was talking about how he, a lot of times men can't feel, can't be vulnerable with women because they feel like they might get, 
like they don't it's not a safe space for them like if they if I'm vulnerable if I say something you may take it the wrong way or I you know I'm gonna get judged or it's gonna be it's gonna lead to something that's not healthy or there's gonna be something like an argument so I'm just gonna internalize it so that's a good that's a good point as far as making sure that you feel safe and then being mm-hmm. making sure that you put yourself you putting him in a position where like you're a person he that he can be safe. safe with you. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. that's good. I think that's that's a good point. And at the at, at my big age now <laughs> and and 35 is not that big. Yeah, we yeah. But but at my big age now I've been in enough relationships. I've dated enough people to know that that's really the one thing that was missing is the ability to feel safe with a man. And I don't mean safe in the sense that you can protect me Mm -hmm. physically. I mean safe in the sense that I can be vulnerable and I am safe in your presence because you see my vulnerability and you know exactly how you're going to handle me. Mm-hmm. The right way, yeah. The way that the Lord handled it, yeah. That's awesome because what? And I, I got, I kind of got goosebumps when you were saying that because I feel like, like you said, it's more than just the fit, you know, being physically safe, but also if you be, if you're vulnerable with somebody, I'm not going to manipulate you with what you just mm-hmm. told me. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like I'm not, you know, similar to like the. Samson and Delilah situation like mm-hmm. you if I give you my if I show you my weakness if I tell you my weakness I know you're not going to exploit me or you're not going mm-hmm. to tell anybody I can mm-hmm. feel safe with whatever I tell you mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that's I think that's that's dope that you you know that you have because I don't think a lot of people look at it like that you know as far as like hey we need we should be in a safe space for both of us mm-hmm. because the, if if she if she was his wife and you told that to her she's gonna make sure that is no you know you don't have any scissors no knives nothing like nobody's gonna know that this is his weakness i'm going to make your weakness my strength by protecting mm-hmm. you mm-hmm and then ultimately, the goal is when you're dating, you know, you're, you're dating for that person to be your husband or your wife. You know, you want your home to be a safe place for both of you guys, because it's enough that we're going to deal with out in the world. I want to know that when I go home at the end of the night, after being strong all day, when I go home and I hang up my cake, we can I can melt mm-hmm. into my husband's arms. Or when he's, you know, fought the world the whole day, he can come home and hang up his cape mm-hmm. and melt into my arms. He can come home. He looks forward to coming home. We look forward to coming home because we know there's going to be peace there. There's safety there. There's comfort there. Would, would, you, say, would you say... Would you say because... I mean, we talked, we talked, you know, I know that you really heavy in the word and just, you know, just by the comments you make and the, the 
positions that you take at, uh, during a study, do you feel like a man that you're going, like you're serious, serious with, do you feel like that person, need, that man needs to have a, I mean, it's, it's kind of hard, you know, because needs to have a great relationship with, with God and also be heavy in the word too. Like, would you, would you date a, somebody that's, I don't want to say baby Christian, but I guess you can say that. Like somebody who may not, who just, who just converted or somebody who just became saved just because it's like, is that considered unequally yoked for you? So as, as a, as a Christian woman now, I, I, I do not desire to date anyone that does not have a relationship with God does he have to be, you know, so devout and stand up? No, he mm. can be growing because I'm still growing. Mm-hmm. I'm still growing. But it's definitely important to have someone who does have a relationship, at least a foundation in Christ, because that's where the unequally yoke will come in at, because that person who may still be in the world may expect certain things of you that you are not willing to give. That's good. Now that's yeah. that's not to say though that you may not be that person to 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 help him lay that foundation. The word says that mm-hmm. one plant to feed the other one water and then God grows it. Mm-hmm. So maybe it may be in line with God's will for me to to meet and you know fall in love with a man who is not, you know, not necessarily saved just yet, mm-hmm. because I may be that person that plants that seed to bring that man to Christ. Mm-hmm. But you're not saying you would marry somebody that, because you say they have to have a relationship with God. You're not yes, saying, yeah. because, because the way I feel about it is, how are you going to cover me? Mm, yeah. If you don't have a foundation in the Lord, how are you going to cover me? How is our home going to have any stability if we don't already have that foundation? My man who is supposed to who is supposed to be the head of the household, who is supposed to seek and consult God so that he can make sure that he's leading our household the right way. Leading me as his wife the right way, leading our future children the right way. No, that's good. No, that's that's a good point. You're right. You, and you, so, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm I'm definitely willing to be that person to inspire, but I could not continue to to pursue a relationship with someone if I noticed after a certain amount of time we're going in two totally different directions. Mm-hmm. Because that person could have been sent by the enemy. Yeah, that's oh, that's good. So we always have to, we have to always seek and consult the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit will tell you when somebody is not meant for you. A lot of times we ignore those things. We, we call them red flags, mm-hmm. but they're really the Holy Spirit telling us, hey, this person ain't the right person. But you look at those other things, it's like, well, but he got this and he got that or he does this for me or he does that. And that's the enemy confusing you but god is not the author of confusion that's good 
and God will will not make you have to 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 sacrifice in that certain way, especially if there if there's something in it that's not godly, if it's not righteous. Mm-hmm. Now that's good. Because I can't I can't remember exactly where it is in the word, but the word actually says that we that we should not be in party with sinners. Mm-hmm. A blaring sinner. Now we are to bear with you know one another. We are none of us are perfect. Yeah. None of us are perfect. We all fall short of his glory. But if it looks like a duck and it quacks like a duck, it's a duck. Mm-hmm. Right? And so you might want to head for the hills with certain things. And so I think we just really we just really have to be careful. We have to make sure we consult the Holy Spirit. We do have to give grace where it's given. If any anybody who's trying, I'm not gonna condemn you because you, you know, you you fell short on one thing that I'm I may not be struggling with. Mm-hmm. But we all sin, we just sin in different ways. Yep. But if there is something, but if you're caught, yes. But if you're caught up in a sin that is going to affect me tremendously, then I have to, I have to take take recognition of that and do what I have to do, which is to separate if it's necessary. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's good. And then, and and I look at it like it seems like a lot of people. I mean, you got you know different men and women in the Bible who fail because of different relationships, mm-hmm. you know, in a, you know, not in, yeah, inappropriate or, you know, sinful relationship. You know, you got David and Bathsheba and, mm-hmm. you know, Samson, and Delilah, you got, uh, Hagar and Abraham, you know, you, so, and Solomon and his wife. So it seemed like sometimes that, like you said, they could be sent by the enemy to, to get you, you mm-hmm. know, to delay something, to, um, to to give you know to deter you from you know something that you're supposed to be doing. So that that was a good mm-hmm. that's a good point. But then on the other side of that, if you you look at those relationships, though, even though they were sinful relationships, they ultimately brought us our savior. Yeah. So yeah. also remember that God's word in Romans mm-hmm. eight twenty eight. Yeah. And we know all things work. For the good good of those who love God, to those who are the called according to his purpose. And so I I am a firm believer that God can take a mess and make a miracle. Absolutely. But I guess what I'm more so speaking of is like, so, so, so look at it like this. I'm celibate. Mm -hmm. And so I know that it probably would not be good for me to try to be in a relationship with a man that was not willing to honor that. Mm-hmm. And the way you can know that is in a lot of things, what does, what does he, what does he consume himself with? Mm-hmm. You know, what type of things do you, does he talk about? What type of things does he basically just what does he consume himself with? Mm-hmm. You know, because a lot of a lot of men can say, oh, I respect that. I respect that. But then they stepping out on you behind your back. Yeah, you in a you in a relationship with me. 
honoring my celibacy in this relationship, but you aren't honoring my celibacy outside of it because you're stepping out and sleeping with X, Y, and Z because you're not getting in here. Mm-hmm. Nah, that's good. Which could ultimately lead to when we get married and we finally seal the deal in our in our in our marriage, we we make our covenant in our marriage. I might have noticed you're not gonna bring me no type of disease or anything. Yeah. The word says that we are to judge by their by the fruit that mm-hmm. they produce. Yeah, they people show you who they are. Like you and then you said, you know, making sure a part you know, you are being patient and getting to know someone because then they you know, they exactly. they they have they people will show you is just like you said, are you listening to the Holy Spirit and are you paying attention to different red flags that they may give you. Right. So Lindsay, this so, was good. This was good. I'm glad I I'm glad I I'm gonna have to have you on again. Like I'm gonna have to have it where no you know problem. where we have maybe a group. I'm gonna see you know how how cause I got this you know new machine and everything. I wanna make sure mm-hmm. I I um break it in good and see if I can have other um callers in or you know see how that go but this was good you did you have a good i mean this was a good discussion i, I did think. it was it yeah. was a very good discussion thank it, you for for having yeah me. i and i knew like i i knew that it was gonna you know just based on your comments and based on what you say during transition i'm like Lindsay gonna be a good person to have on here so i'm well glad. i am I'm grateful that you considered me. Yeah. 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 So I'm going to, like I said, I appreciate you. This is a Chaz Douglas. um, In my humble opinion with Chaz Douglas, I had Lindsay Evans on. She did an awesome job. This was, this one of a a good interview. I mean, good like session. So I'll let you know about the, you know, I'll text you about the, when I post it and everything so you can share and, and tell. Okay tell your friends and everything but I, I appreciate you having i mean i appreciate you coming on and taking the time to to talk with me today um no problem no problem at all and listeners thank thank you again because like i, I i've been saying i've been looking on the website and just seeing just the different you know the amounts of people that are downloading and listening i appreciate you all again um leave me a a, a review on Apple Podcasts or uh, Spotify or follow. Um, Again, I appreciate you all.